And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina? I'm doing all right on a Sunday morning. Not too We're shabby. We're doing this on a different day. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I know. It's weird, huh? Maybe we I should start. I did not want to get out of bed, though, I got to tell you. Uh, Even yeah, sound. I was up, up kind of deep today. Yeah, I was I was up early. I was up early anyway. So someone actually listened to the last podcast that actually uh, who's a friend of us of ours from high school, actually, who um, I don't know if you I'm sure you know her. But if you don't, she went to high school with us and she was like she she she's not a podcast person. So she was like, I can't get she goes, I don't know. I can't listen to him. I'm like, yeah, I understand. It's not for everybody. But she goes, your voice sounded very sexy last week. And I was like, well, yeah, because I'm sick. <laughs> it sounded like a fucking radio DJ. Right. So, it did. Totally did. So I was like, yeah, you know, I go, you should try to give a cut. She was just like, yeah, they're, you know, podcasts are, are this and that. I go, look, they're not for everybody. But yeah. I go, I go, I'll tell you, if you just listen to one and then say that you can't listen to any of them, you're, you're selling yourself short. Yeah, you you should definitely uh, you should definitely try more. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's been a fun week of uh, being sick and having the vid. So I feel better. <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, it's it's good. Good. Uh, make sure all those people out there, you're going to our socials and keeping in touch with us because all these shows that you're going to be hearing in the next couple of months are a lot of them are giving them. Uh, giving them to us by you so go to facebook instagram twitter and check it out and uh go check us out on apple and spotify google iHeartRadio, amazon all that good stuff or anywhere you can hear podcasts and how are you doing i i'm doing all right you know i'm get i'm still house sitting for a couple more days so both of my worlds are kind of a mess right now and that drives me crazy, but I'm not complaining. I mean, life isn't, life isn't bad. So just trying to go through the motions and keep up with everything coming off a really hectic Christmas season season with work. So I'm okay. All life right. is all right. Yeah. That's not too bad. So you're happy. Happy, yeah. With that, that's a that's a good uh, way to throw this that, in there. Yeah, you like that? I'd that say was I'm a, happy-ish. That, that was a segue a to today's yes. a, a segue to today's show. I kind of this came through like I don't I don't even know where it came up, but I asked you a long time ago and I wrote it down. But you know, I'll, I'll, is real happiness attainable? And I think that that that's kind of the the question of a lot of people is like because <clears throat> I, I started asking a bunch of different people because I wanted to bounce it off, you know, because people are like, oh, you know, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. And, and maybe they are. And and I think that that happiness is kind of a, a hard thing to get to. So I asked a friend of mine what she thought and. uh let me grab that text message because I thought it was kind of interesting. She said, I think generally, yes, but that doesn't mean the bad or sad things uh, are never going to happen in life. Mm -hmm. And I would kind of go with that. A at first, I would have way back when, when I asked you, uh, I would have told you that happiness is not attainable at all. Yeah, you did. 
you did tell me that. And I was like, yeah, it is. (laughs) I was like, nope. And I think from listening to other people and kind of bouncing things off and looking from the outside in at um, lots of other people in my life or, you know, look, we, we all chase um, friends on Facebook that we've known for fucking 35 years and everything comes up, you know? So I think with social media, everyone's happy (laughs) generally because it's, um, it's a place where you post shit. That's like, things are, Whatever you're doing. Well, I don't want to hear that people are miserable on Facebook. Like, I want to see the good stuff. If if somebody wants to be miserable and they're they're having a hard time, they should pick up the phone and call. Like, that's how I see it. It, That's that's the time for personal stuff. But if you're just sharing the fact that you have grandkids now or your your son hit a goal for the first time ever, I want to see that. I like that. I agree. But I don't and I don't want to see all the crappy stuff on Facebook. I, I hate. Well, I got almost completely rid of it. All the political stuff just by ignoring it. It doesn't come back. And um, I don't have to be frustrated with the friend whose posts are really negative because I just kind of let it sleep for 30 days. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I only am left with the good stuff and I'm OK oh. with that. Yeah, that's positive. I think, well, that'll make you happy. Pretty much. Well, it doesn't piss me off. I mean, I know people that will post things and and they've actually said like some asshole said something on on my social media. And I was like, why would you even say that? And it made me lose sleep. Like, there is no freaking way I am losing sleep over that idiot. Just Mm -hmm. get rid of it. Like, just if you have to just ignore it. It's not a big deal. I'm not even saying unfriend people. Because that kind of causes its own drama, but you could definitely not have to hear it. And you could right. stay off your damn social media. Go take a walk in the park or or spend time with a friend or go see your parents, you know, live, live. <sighs> yeah, definitely. I think that um, I think that happiness can be achieved that way for sure. I think social media, we've talked about it several shows. It's just the downer. It's it. Mm-hmm. I think when when things like MySpace and Facebook first came around, they were brilliant ideas because they were um, bridging a gap of distance between old friends. Yes, for sure. And that is and, a great uh, idea. I love <clears throat> I love that I could hear my friend with his son in Ger- they live in Germany and I could, you know, listen to the little video and hear his son talking. It's cute as hell. Like, I'm cool with that. I don't need to be there. I don't have to do anything. I just know that everything, at least for that little bit, was happy. And and there you go with the happiness thing. Mm-hmm. I'm OK with that. So I had a I had an epiphany last night while I was taking a shower after. Yeah, I want to being- hear about this one. After being sick for a week, I was like, you know, I better try to look like a human being and feel like a human being. So I'm taking the shower last night, knowing that we we have to record today. And all these things start kind of flashing at me about this happiness subject. So <clears throat> I run out of the shower, <laughs> dripping wet still. I have a pad and paper next to my desk that we do the show at. And I start writing down all this stuff. Because I wanted to remember it because, you know, my my short term memory after being beaten for 20 years isn't the greatest anymore. 
So I wrote it all down, but I wrote, <laughs> the first thing I wrote was, uh, happiness may be real, but it's all in short bursts between the sad and the incredible. And, <clears throat> uh, let's see. <laughs> and, and it, um, it's technically, or, um, let's see, it's between, it's between periods of chasing for a better happy. So I think that, yes, that there is happiness and, and it's probably in waves. Obviously between the sad and the incredible are happy is happy, right? You're somewhere where you have this really high, <clears throat> whatever this high is, you're skiing in the Alps. And then you have this incredible sad where it's just a shitty day. Whatever happened to you is a shitty day. And then there's that middle ground of, yeah, I'm happy. But I always think we're chasing a better happy. All of us. Whether it's getting to that incredible or trying to have that standard happy where you're just like, yeah, things are all right. I get up in the morning. I do my routine. I, you know, walk my dog. I do this. I go to work. I come home and eat and see my kid and blah, blah, blah. So those are like your, your routinal happies. So I think that, that happiness is real, but I, I don't know if it's a, a standard. I think we're always chasing whatever the next happy is. I don't necessarily think you have to chase anything to be happy. You know, I, I personally, with the last couple of years I've had, it has really had to work at being happy. And, and part of what I did to do that was just find things to be grateful for, find things that, that like, aren't the pain in your ass situations that you have to deal with. Be cautious of being in the moment because there's so many times where you could hear something and then your brain just goes off on a tangent and, and that's not your reality. You don't need to live it. And I think that uh, like social media is a really a prime example. Sometimes you just got to leave that shit alone and go walk in the grass. Like we've had, what is it, two, three weeks where it seems like a year of uh, rain lately. Everybody's got grass again. I haven't seen not one person walking in it. You know, being in touch with nature, that it puts your brain in a different place so that you do look for the positive. And, and if you're doing that, you're going to have a better life. You're going to be more content. Is content happy to some? Or or you're if you're really elated, is that what happy is to some? Some people, it scares the shit out of being that happy you know, being that elated. You know, so I think that, first of all, it's getting your, your attitude right, being in gratitude, and then looking for things to just remind you that life isn't a bad thing and that should be what makes happy happy hmm there you go i i would kind of go with that i definitely think the outside thing um is huge mm -hmm. um again after the last fucking two years of being locked inside and and not being able yes. to go and be around human beings it, it's uh 
it's been a big deal. Like mostly for me now that I can go outside and, and well, pretty much have to, cause I have an animal that I need to take care of, but it's definitely changed me. Like uh, now I'm looking for other places to go, like mm-hmm. maybe into the mountains and, and hiking trails and doing different things. Cause it definitely takes you to a different form of happiness, even yeah. though, you know, I, I definitely think the bigger world um, opens you up to seeing di- things a lot differently. Oh, absolutely. You know? I am um, at work yesterday. I had two clients. They were big money clients because of what I had to do to them. And uh, one of the clients is dealing with her mom aging and nobody really <laughs> being there to help take care of her except for her two children and trying to have her own life and yet be there for her mom. And she's starting to get resentful. And, and she's like, I just want to be happy with my mom. And she can't cause she's resentful. And she, I think where it comes from is the fear of what happens when her mom goes, she's already worried about her mom dying. And, um, so this is like a heavy topic while I'm sitting there throwing, you know, color on her hair. And, uh, it was weird because I don't normally share certain stories. And when I was five, I had my tonsils taken out, woke up during the surgery, ripped all of them out. I don't know if I've said that story on the air. Have I done that? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Okay. So ripped out all my stitches. Um, I, I saw everybody running around me. I saw the surgical light and then the surgical light went completely white. Okay. So apparently I, I missed a couple heartbeats and they were trying to revitalize me. But during that time, I had like an outer body experience of being wherever we go after this. And I'm telling her this story and I'm thinking the whole time, I don't know this woman. I'm telling her a very private story that even one of my very good friends that I've known since I was 17 doesn't know. And, um, and it's really a heavy story and I'm slapping color on her hair, but you know what the, what I was trying to convey is not to fear the fact that her, her mom's going to go. I told her how I, how I got through my mom's passing, how I didn't get to say goodbye, you know, and how you, you have to find, you have to find the good stuff to keep you going. And, and I remember leaving and I was in a really good mood. And, and I said to my friend, cause I went out afterwards and I said, you know, I just had the heaviest emotional day that I could possibly have with my clients. And yet I'm feeling pretty good. And, and I realized that I was able to get my brain in a place where I wasn't in misery thinking about the things that had gone on. And, uh, I thought that I had come a long way because being in the middle of COVID or the beginning of COVID in that uncertainty and then deciding to get divorced and not knowing how life was going, that to me was terrifying. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I found happy. I don't, I don't think I even looked for happy during that time. I lived in a state of being fearful and uncertain about what was going to happen next. And I, and I'm still fearful and uncertain two years later. And yet I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm feeling all right, but it took, it took some work. I had to decide that to look for something better. 
I mean, I think and I it's guess good. that's where you come to with the with the you're you're constantly looking. Yeah, I, I think for it's what a makes wave. You happy. It, it's a wave of yeah. happiness. Happiness is a wave where look, you can ride away, and look, you can ride away for a long time mm-hmm. if you're good. You know, you can you can have a happiness wave that goes for months or years where things are just really good. Because I, I kind of looked at at happiness is is you know for first of all what is it for you that's that's the first thing you have to do um is is find out what your happiness is and then spoon feed it to yourself i think happiness starts with your health though if you if you think about it like people people don't seem to be as happy if they have chronic illness they don't um they don't seem to be able to get to that place where they're just okay because they're not and they're constantly living in fear of what's going to happen with their health. So I think for sure, if you're happy, you need to start off with your health and being grateful that you have it. Yeah. I, I Yes. Cause feeling, feeling good, whatever that is for you, it is going to make you happy your your health mm-hmm. so if you're if you're feeling good every morning and you're getting sleep and you're doing this you it, that's the start to any happiness i i would agree with you <clears throat> but i think that that i think you need to find out whatever your happiness is so like what is for happiness to be attainable it has to be something that's attainable so uh it's your environment right where you're at where you work since we're at work more than we are at home you have to make sure that that makes you happy um if you're in a relationship that part of it needs to also be good because the times you're not at work you're going to be at home so your home life has to have an an attainable happiness So I think there's a lot of different things because that's one of the other things I was kind of thinking about last night. Like you look at like homeless people who most of the time look pretty happy, even though we would think that they shouldn't be because they are in a dire situation. But then you look at ultra rich people who have hung themselves or shot themselves living in a penthouse suite in New York. So even so that even that doesn't make you happy. Because well, you whatever, see all these women buying all these brand name bags and all of the they have to have the the bigger cars, you know, the better cars, the better whatever. And the nails and the hair and the makeup and the eyelashes and not one of them smiles. You know, I see that all the time. I'm like, OK, you got exactly what you wanted. Your husband bought you exactly what you said needed to be in your in your uh, closet and yet you don't wear it and you don't enjoy it and you don't have money in your purse because you spend all of it on the outside and you look miserable like what are you chasing so to me that made sense very early in my life that that wasn't what was going to make me happy money allows you to do things But it definitely doesn't. That's not what's going to make you happy. Having stuff doesn't make you happy. It becomes a burden. You don't know where to put it and you don't know what to do with it. And you don't want to part with it. So you just accumulate more and more like that. I've learned early on that the money part 
wherever you live, whatever you do, that's not going to make you happy. I, I agree. I think that that look, m- money's a great start. It, it and mm-hmm. it will get you places. But like you said, I think that it also puts you in situations where you're just chasing the next big thing. Like mm-hmm. you said, like you got this car, so now you have to have this car. You have this house, and so now you have to have this house. Or <clears throat> you're always keeping up with the Joneses as well, right? You're always going to keep mm-hmm. up with the neighbors next door who might have more money. So you're you're trying to to do this and balance this and go here instead of just seeing what you have in front of you. And sometimes what you have in front of you is the best happiness in the world. So uh, I think with with thinking this over for the last couple of weeks, you know, like I said, I, I would have told you two weeks ago, happiness is nonsense. It's never attainable. It's not something you can get. Now, I would kind of disagree with what what I was thinking then. I think it is an attainable thing. It, it's going to take a lot to get there. And I think that's what makes a lot of people give up, right? You, you just like, oh, we're never going to be happy or I'm never well, going to be happy. Well, not with that attitude for sure. <clears throat> well, I just think that, you know, some people are buried under a lot of things. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, every single person, like I said, it, it's a wave, right? In most things are a calm wave, right? Just nice little calm wave going down. Some people live in the surf and they like to live in the surf and they want to be riding these really high waves. And unfortunately, those high waves generally crash. Mm hmm. So I like that constant little wave and just want to get on my board and just or 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 maybe even You're like a, a roller river. coaster guy. Um, I, I don't mind them, but you know, I don't mind being on a river either and just kind of going down the river and letting it let me see the pretty that's there, because sometimes that's just an easier happy and still makes you just as happy. Yeah, but. I look at the 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 small things now, I think, being bigger than the bigger things. The small things are, are what keep you um, living, what keep your your heart going, what keep you searching in the right direction for whatever it is you're looking for. Um, so I, I, I look at like a lot of different things over. Um how I see my friends and where they're at in different places where they live simple lives. And I mean, simple, super simple lives don't have monstrous houses. Some of them don't even have a house. They live in an apartment still and just happy. Just hey, getting by. It's like, cool. But I, I, I see them on their adventures, regardless of what that is, whether they're, you know, kayaking in the, harbor in ventura just Mm -hmm. that's what they do just get up every morning throw the dog in the kayak and off you go and that's i think that's part of finding happy is you need to you need to have activities or do things that make you feel good like even the basket weaving that i do i know that just sounds so weird i'm kind of i wouldn't say obsessed but i i 
I look forward to doing it and I miss it when I can't do it. And the reason for that is because we really work on keeping our attitude up and being positive and supporting each other and putting prayer into what we're doing so that we have something that will bring some sort of of positive energy to the person we're giving it to. That's the whole concept behind doing these things. And um, I find I can't do it enough. And I have a pain in my finger and I have where, where I split the skin and I'm having calluses in places in, in the sides of my fingers from pulling on the, the cords and stuff. And I have, I have an ache in my elbow from having to sit there with my hands cramped up the way they are. And yet when I sit down with, with the women that I do this with my cousins, I am so at peace and happy doing it. And I don't know where that came from. It wasn't like I said, this is going to make me happy. It definitely was not. You know, I, I remember when I started, my cousin asked me if I wanted to do it. I just said yes to make her happy. You know, I was like, sure, I'll do it with you. I, I, there was no commitment. I'd be doing it a year later. Also with the podcast, you know, when we started this, I didn't think it'd be going for a year. Like had I put any thought into it, I would have said, wow, this is going to be a big commitment. Should, you know, like, <laughs> do I still want to do it? Cause at the time I was running from commitments, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. So I think that, uh, it's finding it's finding the good in whatever it is that you're doing and then running with it. And if mm-hmm. you could find good in talking to your friend on a podcast, you should do it. And if, exactly. And if it means weaving pine needles around a damn basket, that's what you should do, too. If it's you know, I another thing I like to do, which is so stupid, but I find that it makes me so stinging happy. If there's a song on in my car that I really like and it's going to make me dance, I get out of the car and I'm standing on the front lawn and I, I'll just start acting like a fool. And whoever's in the car is laughing their ass off because car could is still on. The door is open and I'm sitting there acting stupid. Like I wouldn't even call it dancing at that point. It's stuff you should only do in your own bedroom when the door is closed and nobody's there. But for some reason, I find that entertaining and I like to do it and I laugh my ass off (laughs) and it nothing is perfect in my life. Like if you look at my life right now, it's kind of a mess. And, And yet I do that all the time. All the time. I did it yesterday. My friend was like, you're dumb. <laughs> <Couldn't> <laughs> help it. Right. No, because <laughs> happiness, like I said, is the small things. Um, they don't have to be big. Um, no. they, they have to be something that makes your heart flutter a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and that's what, what makes people happy. Um, yeah. It, it's funny. Yesterday I was um, looking through every uh, streaming channel that you can that I have because I wanted to watch a movie and I wanted to watch The Crow just okay. bu- bugging me out I was like ah I couldn't find it and then I set, it was on Amazon and I was like ah, I don't want to rent it my friend goes just rent it it's like fucking three dollars just fucking do it if you want to watch it you want to do it nah so I walk in <laughs> I walk in my room grab this little flashlight that I have I'm like so I'm going through all my blu-rays and I'm like, do, 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 do. Ah, there it is. And I, and I owned it. And I was like, that's why I didn't do it. So today I'm going to watch the crow. And that nice. made me happy. <laughs> I was just like, right. I just, I wanted to watch that movie. And for whatever 
I don't know if you have you ever seen that movie. If you have, uh, it's uh, it's a great film. I I love the uh, I love a good um, I love a good revenge movie. I love mm-hmm. the I love people getting back at the bad guys, and that's one of my favorite movies for that because you know he comes back for love and then makes sure he gets the job done. But um, yeah, so it's a small little it's a small little uh steps that we take that'll get you through the day that like you're like yeah man even when you're having a shitty day you find something that you want to do and you and you make it work Mm -hmm. so that was one of the bigger things that i wrote down too i i wrote down that at the end of the day you know we need to find happiness in ourselves before we Mm -hmm. can find happiness with for one another person because i think we're we you need to know what makes you happy and whatever that is you need to be able to show that to the rest of the people that are around you and say this is what it is so everyone else can either feed off of it or understand who you are because there's too there's too many people out there i think that that are wearing huge masks that are just in, in a a daily one where instead of wearing it to where you have to be, because sometimes people do that. You, you wear a mask at work because you're having a shitty day because you have to. And then when you get home, you can take the mask off and be who you are around whoever you need to be. Mm-hmm. Some people never take the mask off. They wear it to work. I think it's hard work. to. I think it's hard it, to. It like, is. Think of our conversation last week with with living with an addict. How often did you see a mask on my face, knowing what you know now? Every day. Every day. Every but day. Was it a mask or was I just doing my best to have a good day and be in the moment? I think that there's that, too. It, you know, you we, wore a, it's wearing a mask as a coping mechanism. Right. Because you have to wear it. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I believe that I didn't just cope. I believe I was a happy kid. I believe I was a fun kid. I believe I I I had a really good life because I took advantage of every freaking thing I could. But yeah, I still had to be a certain way. Yeah, I, I think that 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 you knowing you during the teenage years, I would have never not thought you were happy. Right. Because I was happy. Yeah. I just. But I think you you put you put things on a shelf, probably, though. You know what I mean? Like your happiness was escaping home. Yeah. Maybe school. That's probably why school is great for you. Yeah. Well, I compartmentalized. Well, school. I believe that that school was so good for me because it forced my brain out of what was going on at home. I could Mm -hmm. not. I literally could not think about what was going on at home because I had these crazy scheduled classes where I had to be on top of my game and pay attention and do everything I needed to do. And then and then I wanted to be social. So then I had to be in all of those things, which took up even more energy. So I think I exhausted um, brain power to, to give a fuck about what was going on at home for at least those eight hours a day I was gone with with school mm-hmm. so do you think but i was happy in those times it wasn't that i wasn't oh, i no, was really I, happy oh no i i remember you, you yeah but you you have a pretty um 
jovial um, aura. Like you're pretty happy all the time. Or at I least try to be. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's and, the and that's state a, I like to be in. <laughs> right. Well, I think we all like to be in that state. Do but we? Because I, I don't think we do. I think people like being miserable. I don't like being miserable. Like I could go there at any moment. I just don't like it. I mean, look, there are people, there are people who like to be miserable. Yeah. That factual. There's no doubt about it. There are people who wallow in misery and, Mm -hmm. and, um, don't even want to be taken out of it. Right. Um, but there are also people who, who crave that happiness that, are searching for it, maybe just don't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I, I definitely am a, a wave writer. Um, I wouldn't say that I don't like to be happy. I think we all like to be happy. No, you like being happy. If but given I the think, opportunity, you'd pick happy over anything else for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, I think in the last couple of years, I, I found a lot of different kind of happies. Mm-hmm. Um, I I definitely found some happiness when I um, went across the country and saw um, different places like that mm-hmm. weren't here that were just regular and and relaxing. Kind of like when I went and saw my I went and saw my brother a couple of years ago in Idaho, and he lives in a little um, a smaller town, and it, it's definitely. Um, I guess being calm can make you happy, right? So you're in this mm-hmm. different calmness and not the uh, constant, the constant flow of Southern California. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the people who live here, um, whether you live where I live or you live where you live, it's hustle and bustle. Shit is moving all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I thought when I walk my dog sometimes at like 4:30 in the morning. My my building that I live in is dead quiet. <laughs> I mean like it's scary dead quiet. Mm-hmm. But I'll walk to the street and there's already multiple multiple cars on the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I and I remember as a child, you know, you could go on the freeway at 3 in the morning and it'd be empty. 2 mm-hmm. in the morning. I mean empty. When I when when we first started driving in the late eighties, it wasn't packed all the time. Unless you went to like places where, unless you went to places like Hollywood's always been packed. Yeah. But as soon as you got on the freeway and got a mile out from that, it wasn't packed. It wasn't packed. No. Now you get on the freeway. I don't give a shit what time you get on the freeway. There's people. Mm -hmm. So the, the freeway is right behind my apartment building. Like, and I mean, literally, if I walk to the very end of my apartment building, you can hear the cars. It's, there's always a car on it. Four o'clock in the morning, cars. Mm -hmm. You can hear them. So I think we just live where we live is also can be a hindrance on happiness because it's, everything is always going. There's no slowdown here. And, uh, I think that's another part of the life that you have to find um because we work so much we live mm-hmm. in a country where we work a lot we work more than we don't you know when you're working for two yeah. days off a week 
it's a it, it's a hard thing to schedule your happiness in. So I think that's another thing we we do as as people here is we schedule our happiness, right? Yeah, <clears throat> because you know you're working, you're doing all these things, and we're always looking for Friday evening at five o'clock. <laughs> like, right. So you know, and then what's the first thing people ask you? You know, come Friday morning, what are you doing this weekend? Mm-hmm. It's like fucking nothing. I hope because I because I don't want to do anything because I'm tired and I I want to blah blah blah. But you also want to go do something because if you don't, you feel like you've wasted those two days, and and generally the weekends are happy. So I think that there's a there's a lot to finding happiness, and and it is attainable. It's something that can happen. It can happen forever if you're. If you have the right frame of mind. Yeah. I think that if you're, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go. I think that if you're looking to be happy, you have to look at what you have that's positive for you and, and start being really grateful for it. And it doesn't need to be very much, but there needs to be acknowledgement of that on a daily because it, it stops you from thinking of all the negative crap that does go on in life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, I agree. it's not even negative stuff. It's just stuff we don't want to deal with. So it's not it doesn't even have to be that bad. But if we don't if we're not grateful, if we don't look for things to be positive and happy about the stuff that is kind of crappy seems monumental. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, you know, like my friend said, you, you have to realize that happiness is there, but there's going to be days that are sad. Mm-hmm. And, as, and as long as you can and not let the sadness bury you, you, you can be happy. And um, at least that's how I'm looking towards every day now. It's like, look, if you get up in the morning, it's a good start. I, I chase the sunrise now because mm-hmm. I'm up so early. <clears throat> right <clears throat> and and it's awesome because when i was sick and i wasn't feeling very well i started to walk my dog so mm-hmm. I, I would be out in the morning and I, I literally there was days where me and him just stood on the curb and watched the sun come up mm-hmm. so it's kind when of when i a, see when i see stuff like that i always think to myself god's an artist because you see the most amazing, I like to paint and you cannot create the colors that you could see mm. in the sky. You can't create the, it's almost like as the sun is coming up, when you, when you're right at that peak in between dark and light, <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, and it, 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 you could see the sun, just, you could see the rays or, or what, not even the sun, but just the light start to come behind the mountains it's almost like somebody's turning up the music on a radio, you know, at that moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And how could you not be in awe or inspired or happy or, or grateful there? I don't know. I've never spent a day looking at that, at that one particular moment where it didn't fill my heart. Yeah, uh, I agree. This morning I looked at the backdrop of a snow capped mountain that was orange and purple from nice. the from the different versions of the sun bouncing off clouds and such it's mm-hmm. kind of an interesting view this morning and uh i i always like to i take pictures huh? and i don't know i think i threw one on um instagram this morning but it was it was the sun 
that was just kind of chilling coming up this morning with some palm trees and and at the end of the day it's like look you have to find that that thing and and i think that those are the things that are that are starting to make me a little more happy and and seeing like yeah you know the, there's a there's a larger world out there that doesn't always have to be concrete and mm-hmm. and that you can you can find whatever it is or whoever it is to help you along that way share that with you and um definitely find a way to um catapult happiness into each day even Mm -hmm. though you might have a shitty day you can look at it going okay it's okay tomorrow it and i hate to sound cliche but tomorrow is a new day they're all new they all start like look well shit this afternoon is different than this morning is like you don't have to wait another day you could start to change that crappy disposition at any point day or night it's just you gotta look you gotta look for the good yeah and and i think you have to not let the obvious things that follow most of us weigh us down like bills bills will always be there rent will always Mm -hmm. be there Mm -hmm. um and at the end of the day <clears throat> nine times out of ten, life goes on. Mm-hmm. Just does. And whether you're unhappy for whatever reason, everything gets better. It does. It just does. Nothing, nothing in life stays the same. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's good and that's bad. Cause we want when it's really good for it to stay for a while. But then when we, when it's bad, we don't want it at all. And you don't, you don't get the good stuff without the bad. You have, you have to be reminded that sometimes you need to be happy and you get that by a big dose of crap that goes on in life. Yeah. But but even in the crap, you could find good moments. You know, I... I told you the story about when my mom died and my brother and I are looking over her body and we started laughing about her, the way they did her hair. If you could find happy during that, you could find happy in anything. Mm-hmm. And you should, you should look at life like that. You should want to not be miserable and Agree. just do something about it. it. It's funny too. Cause like I was pissed the other, like a couple weeks ago when I, I got to work and I had a flat tire. I was like, fuck, sucks. Got my work goes, <laughs> could have been worse. Could have had a blowout on the freeway and died. Yeah. Yeah, positive. You know what? All somebody right. told me one time, <laughs> you don't know what you're being spared by having to go through things like a flat tire or mm-hmm. or your car not working like, or if you're running late, maybe that 10 minutes saved you from a, a huge accident on the freeway. Yeah. Maybe it saved you from running over a kid on a bike. We don't know what we're missing mm-hmm. by just having things like that go on. And so I always try to like when that happens, go, OK, there must have been a reason. Not that that's that makes me happy, but it doesn't make me mad. Right. Well, it, it doesn't bring you down. And if it doesn't right. bring you down, then you're you're still in a happy place. Because if you're getting exactly. to where you were supposed to be, and maybe that place was supposed to make you happy, you're going to be happy in the long run anyway. Mm-hmm. So, 
but that that's that's my take on it. I'm I'm glad I kind of saw some things over the last couple of weeks. I think if we would have did this show a couple of weeks ago, it would have sound I would have sounded like a downer. <laughs> I, I think that uh, it's definitely something attainable. You, you just have to find what it, that is and grab a hold of it, and then don't let go. So mm. find or your maybe happy. you or maybe you have to let it go. Maybe you have to let it go and just uh, hope or, it sticks exactly. around. <laughs> yeah, or, or that it, it, it could be yeah. either or. You're you're correct because mm-hmm. maybe letting go of something will make you happy or. Not letting go will make you happy. But whatever that is, you know, um, don't be afraid to be happy. Maybe that's the the better way of looking at it. It's like, look, mm-hmm. it's it's OK. There's you know, you don't get no one gets out of this shit alive. So <laughs> you you better find you're happy while you're here, because, man, it, it, let's not all uh, live for for. uh 20 years from now when we was like, well, we, we did this and we did that. Fuck that. Live for now. Cause yeah. living for now is what's going to make you happy. I, um, one year for, uh, brunch, we went to BB King's house of blues and mm-hmm. I believe it was for mother's day. It was a mother's day brunch and, um, <clears throat> very religious gospely music playing and people preaching and good good food. We, we had a really good time. It was, it was so much fun to watch and experience. It was just a good day to take the moms out in our family. And, um, I remember a man was, was asked to come up on stage and he came up in a wheelchair. This man was a big man. Um, he said he was six, four and he was in his early thirties. He had five children under the age of six and he was in a wheelchair. I guess a woman at the Glendale Galleria decided to try to take her own life and jump off the bridge there. And he was a security guard and saw her and went running and caught her. When he caught her, he sustained a a brain, not a brain injury, a spine injury that caused him to be, um, in a wheelchair, like he, he couldn't move his, his legs after that. It paralyzed him. The woman lived, nothing happened to her because of Of him. And so he was up on stage saying, you know, you all walked in here tonight or today and, uh, you could walk out and you don't have to worry about how you're going to walk your daughter down the aisle when she grows up. You don't have to worry about how you're going to feed your kids. You're, you're all able to work. You're all able to go to the gym. You have a body live in it. And when he said that, that really struck a chord with me because first of all, being a bigger person, I always hated on my body and here this guy, like he can't even use his. And I mean, he was huge stacked, just like muscle upon muscle and he couldn't even move his legs anymore. And here he's, he's still saying how life is good, how he's happy. He has what he has, how he's going to take the challenges and find new ways to deal with them. And I believed him. I believe he will. Um, I, I, I believe that he will struggle because what he was going through is a struggle, but the mindset that he had, if he just stayed with that, will get him so far. And, and again, I, this was, I didn't even have my daughter at the time. So it was before I was 30 years old that I had heard this man. And here I am today telling you 
what he told me on or what he said on the podcast all these years later. So, you know, if you, I get accused of, of not being authentic because I try to be happy all the time and trust and believe I'm authentic. You're always going to get exactly what I'm thinking, exactly how I feel at any given time. But I'm I'm really working on making the most of every minute of my life, because if if I do, if I if I really do this, I'm going to keep a certain level of happy. And that's where I want it to be. And and I and because of that man speaking to me, it honors what he did as well, because I'm listening to what he did and, and I'm or to what he went through. And I'm using it to catapult me out of whatever crappy that I've had so far that doesn't even compare to what he had gone through. And look, you're passing it on for other people. Right. So it's a good thing. He's very inspirational and it stuck with me. So I I Uh, appreciated that. I can see that you're tearing up. Yeah. I know it's good. So looks like we're at the end of our show. That was a quick, that was a quickie. Yeah. And who doesn't like it? And who doesn't like a quickie? So <laughs> speaking of, speaking of happiness. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, guys, um, make sure to check out our socials that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all don't get this twisted. Check us out, share, follow, give all your friends our, our uh, links. You can get us at Apple, Google, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all that good stuff. Anywhere you can find podcasts. And uh, we'll be back here in a week. And uh, any last words there, Miss Tina? Yeah, Catherine, sorry for last week. I didn't want to make you cry. (laughs) That wasn't wasn't the point of all that, but thank you for listening. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, This is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. We'll see you in a week. Thanks, Tina. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.